Welcome to the Food Issues Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Revelant, and I'm a journalist, healthcare copywriter, and a mom of two. In every episode, we talk about the challenges around feeding kids and give you practical and realistic solutions that will inspire and empower you to raise healthy eaters. Hi, friends. Welcome to another week of the podcast. So we're continuing on in our series, talking to mom entrepreneurs who are solving for some of the biggest issues around feeding kids. And one of those issues is something we probably don't think much about, but it's the question of how nutritious our food really is. So I wanted to share a story with you that really stood out for me. A few years ago, I had taken my daughter who has food allergies to see a naturopath. I had read about other parents who had followed a specific protocol using antioxidants and probiotics to cure their kids of food allergies. Now, there are no studies to back this up, but when you have a kid with food allergies, you're desperate to try anything. So she ran a test and we discovered that my daughter was zinc deficient, which I was surprised about because she was eating really healthy. We talked about supplements and why they're necessary, and she explained that the food we're eating today just isn't as nutritious as it was years ago because of agricultural practices and other factors. And so it kind of made me think, you know, whether our kids are eating goldfish or broccoli all day, does it even matter? And the answer, of course, is yes, but it also makes you wonder, could we be doing more? Kim Pabla and Tina Rajini are convinced that we can, and so they developed Tiny Sprouts Foods, the first seed blend and the only one in the world designed for babies and young children. Seeds aren't something that you think about feeding your kids, but with a growing interest in plant-based foods, it's no surprise that more parents are moving in that direction. We like to think of seeds almost as this nutritional insurance for your little ones. Kim and Tina and I talked about the importance of fiber and probiotics for kids, the benefits of chia seeds and flax seeds and other super seeds, and what happened on Mother's Day in 2020 that changed everything for them. They also share several significant challenges they've had to face as they've grown their business over the last two years, the high standards that they uphold and what the future holds for their company. Whether you have a baby or a big kid, there's a ton of information in this episode about kids' health and nutrition that will really change how you think about feeding your kids. I know you're going to love this interview with Kim Pabla and Tina Rajini. Well, Kim and Tina, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. We're so excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to talk to you today. You know, we were talking offline a little bit about Dr. Michael Gorin, and that's sort of how we connected. He was, him and Dr. Ventura were on the podcast in an earlier season talking about sugar proof. And, and we we're also talking about Dr. Mark Hyman and functional medicine. So I think we are, are all kind of like-minded women here, moms here. Um, so let's talk about your story. And what were you doing before you founded Tiny Sprouts Foods? Um, for sure. So um, let's give let's take you on a little uh, history lesson of of Tina and myself. So we we've actually been best friends for around 25 years. We're both Canadians. We grew up in Toronto, Canada, um, and we grew up at a time when kids ate everything. So you know, I'm sure that you had a similar experience as well. Um, there was no real um, you know notion around nutrition, good nutrition for kids, and and everything kind of went. Um, I experienced some pretty health. Um, drastic health issues in my early 20s. And when conventional doctors couldn't help me uh, without actual surgical intervention, if you can believe that, um, I turned to holistic support and I discovered flax seeds. And I am not exaggerating when I say they changed my life and health trajectory. 
So when I became a mom, I didn't think twice about adding them to my daughter's first foods. Tina um, has also been a very nutrition conscious mama. She has two kids and they were both preemies. And so she's always been big on their diet. And she had her own set of uh, feeding challenges with her own children. So on our on our catch ups, um, you know, our children's diet would always be top of mind. So uh, we were actually both are um, we're both from very strong corporate backgrounds um, and new, children's nutrition was never, uh, a, you know, a business idea um, that came to our mind until after we had had children. So Tina was actually at one point even looking at creating baby food. But when you look at our backgrounds, uh, I previously have spent the last 15 years in companies like L'Oreal, Best Buy, Johnson and & Johnson, and Tina. Um, spent uh, her time in um, doing similar activities in sales and marketing um, for companies like Procter & Gamble, Unilever, and most recently Hershey's. So um, when I came to her with the idea of Seeds for Kids, which coincidentally happened on Mother's Day of 2020, she just was all on board. We just went all in and we, we never looked back. Um, so and that's kind of how the foundation of Tiny Sprouts was actually born. I love it. That's wonderful. So have you always been passionate about healthy eating and food throughout your life before you experienced that health problem? Um, yes. Kim and I have always been passionate about healthy eating from a young age, as Kim alluded to earlier, um, but more so now than ever, given our own um, personal health challenges. Um, so seeds and other superfoods have have really always been a part of our daily diets. And, and sometimes, unfortunately, a lot of people don't know about superfoods, don't know about seeds. So we really wanted to bring this um, to the forefront. And then our passion truly escalated once we both became mothers, which we know is very common among parents. Um, so not only has the industry seen a shift in consumers demanding healthier options, but we've seen that even if parents aren't the healthiest of eaters, there's a huge desire to serve your baby um, only healthy foods. Yeah. And so, you know, I think feeding kids today is just rife with challenges. And so what do you see as the most common challenges that parents are having? The best part, Julie, about all of this is that Kim and I, we are the target market. So we're very in tune with the feeding challenges faced by parents today. Parents are busy. Um, they're inundated with information. And it's so difficult to navigate the food industry and find brands that you can really, truly trust. Um, as, as Kim mentioned before, I come from big food. I worked at Hershey's, I worked at Unilever. So I know what happens behind the scenes. And unfortunately, the bottom line is sometimes more important than our children's health. Um, mealtime stress is real and feeding children can be super exhausting and, and frustrating. And we've, we've really experienced that firsthand. We wanted to create a product that helps to address convenience, picky eating, and overall nutrition to help our fellow busy millennial parents. Yeah, I think that convenience factor is so important and brands, they tap into that, right? They, I mean, they blow it up really with so many different options just to make our lives easier, but those aren't always the best options for us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, um, we had Mina Lele, uh, founder of A Little Mixins on the podcast um, this season, and we were talking about uh, gut health and probiotics and those are definitely topics we've heard about around the adult population in recent years, but more so, I'd say in the last maybe five years or so, we're, we're hearing more about it for kids. And so what do parents need to know about this? So gut health and probiotics is a huge um, priority for us. 
Um, and as you mentioned, it's becoming increasingly more important um, for so many different reasons. You know, there's the increase in processed foods. We talked about convenience. Um, that convenience equals a lot more processing um, and a lot more inorganic foods, which uh, come from nutrient devoid soils. Unfortunately, um, what's happening in the world is uh, the pollution and the farming techniques. Um, you know, our food is just not as nutritious as it used to be. Medications, pollution, um, all these things are impacting the good bacteria in our bodies um, and depleting them. And this can lead to inflammation and health problems from digestive disorders and increase in allergies and so much more. So the whole, everything around gut health and probiotics is a really um, increasingly area um, that's being researched and studied by experts um, as kind of almost key to our health. Uh, probiotics, which I'm sure that um, you know are live organisms that replenish this good bacteria. They are the good bacteria. Um, so we can reestablish those health benefits for um, creating a healthy gut. For kids in particular, um, you know, probiotics um, can really help them in so many different ways, especially, you know, it's quite interesting, um, especially if your child was born through C-section because they're, they're actually going to be in need more of this good bacteria because they weren't actually colonized through, um, you know, having gone through a, a vaginal birth um, as other children who are non-C-section babies. So probiotics can help improve digestive health. Um, constipation is huge amongst young children. There's over, um, over 40,000 searches for constipation a month. So moms are always worried about their kids' digestive health. Um, probiotics are proven um, to help um, improve digestive health, um, immune health. You know, we all hate those coughing colds that happen and that your child can pick up from daycare or school. Uh, well, the probiotics will help build up the, their immune health and their immune system and even help reduce the risk of other childhood ailments like eczema and even cavities. <laughs> so they're, they're finding like so many different links. It's actually crazy. Um, the gut is such a fascinating fascinating part of the body and even referred to as um, the second brain. I think Dr. Mark Hyman always refers to it as a sec second brain, actually. So keeping it top notch is critical. Now, just a few key things that parents should know in particular when it comes to probiotics is that they're not all created equal. So um, in children's, um, and, you know, Tina and I learned a lot about probiotics as we were going through our journey and trying to find the right one for our products. Um, LGG is the most common strain that's used in children's products, but it's it's a very volatile strain and it often dies before it even reaches the gut. So you get very little benefit from the LGG strain because um, it's not a protected probiotic. And I'll come on to that in a second. Um, and most probiotics for children, um, they're actually stabilized with preservatives and sugars. So read your labels because <laughs> I used to give my daughter, um, you know, probiotic powders and everything. And then once we started this business and I started reading labels more than I ever had, I was like, oh my gosh, why is there so much stuff in my daughter's probiotic? Like, why? Why did I not know this before? Yeah, it's crazy. And they're from big brands. So um, always read your labels of everything that you purchase. Um the probiotic that we chose is actually a spore forming probiotic um, that's used in some, you know, leading infant formulas. And when I say spore for forming, I mean that it is stabilized and it can withstand heat and moisture and, you know, the stress of manufacturing and shelf life. 
And it only proliferates and colonizes when the conditions are right. And those conditions are your gut conditions. So a certain temperature and moisture level that is achieved will activate that probiotic. Um, and we we don't include any you know sugar or preservatives with our probiotic. They're just they sit so nicely within the seeds. Um, so it's just important for you know parents just to realize you know the kind of probiotic they're giving their child. Um, is it actually even coming into their body and offering benefit? And what else are they, you know, including when they give that probiotic to their child? Yeah. And what are the benefits of seeds versus, say, fermented foods for probiotics? So fermented foods are a great source of probiotics. Um, the benefits of seeds versus fermented foods. So when you think of fermented foods that are the highest in probiotics, you're thinking of like kimchi and sauerkraut and all these other foods that children probably will not gravitate towards other than maybe yogurt. A lot of children do like yogurt um, and yogurt can be a great source of probiotic, but the benefit of having a probiotic in seeds is that seeds can be added into any food without a child noticing most of the time (laughs) because it doesn't always change the taste or the texture. So it's a great medium to introduce that probiotic um, because you're introducing it in a small form and something that a child won't even notice that it's there and it goes into any of their current existing and favorite food. That's great. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like a lot of plant-based foods are, are hard to get in our kids' diets and seeds aren't really something that I'd say parents of babies and toddlers are thinking about. And so why should they be? Are there other benefits to seeds? Oh my gosh. <laughs> there are so many benefits. Like, where do we start? Um, you know, uh, I'll, uh, maybe I'll just, I'll give you, like, we have some great resources on our website we, where we go through each individual seed and, and we list out tons of benefits of each, but I, I would say if there's my top three, when it comes to children, um, probably, uh, the first one is, uh, fiber. So, um, you know, seeds are full of fiber. And when I talk about uh, fiberful seeds, I'm talking about flax and chia seeds in particular. Uh, But, you know, over 90% of toddlers are not meeting their daily fiber needs. That is huge. Um, Fiber is not only necessary for good digestive health, fiber is necessary for good overall health and reducing the risk of chronic disease in the future. (laughs) So fiber is, you know, something that should never be overlooked by a parent. And you know, one, just one serving, um, of, uh, you know, a flax seed or chia seeds can provide a child with over 20% of their daily fiber needs just, just by throwing a spoon in. It's such a great way to get, get fiber, um, omega threes. So kids and even adults, um, they both under index on omega threes and, you know, we over index on our omega sixes, uh, which are more inflammatory. Um, you know, they're, they're obviously found in more in processed foods. So Getting omega-3s is extremely important, um, especially when it comes to supporting brain health, um, eye health, and just overall health in general, heart health. Um, And seeds are the richest source of omega-3 on the planet. Just, you know, a spoon of seeds, a kid has child, baby, toddler, you know, teenager um, will get their daily need of omega-3 met immediately. (laughs) Um, um, You know, seeds have nutrients that babies and kids need to develop properly, like iron for their brain, calcium for strong teeth and bones, um, you know, protein. Seeds are full of protein for muscles and and for overall growth and development. They're they're loaded in zinc. You know, zinc is a is a hot topic now amongst children because it really helps support their growing immune system. 
And uh, one of my favorite nutrients, um, magnesium, you know, seeds are loaded in magnesium, just a spoon of hemp seeds, for example, will give a child over 70% of their magnesium needs. And magnesium is key to help regulate nervous system and sleep. And you want your child to sleep and not have tantrums all day long. So, you know, just keep throwing them those seeds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, those are like just some of the benefits, but there's so many more. And like, if you don't look at the nutrition benefits, if you look at the other benefits as to why parents should feed their um, kids seeds, um, not only from a nutritional standpoint, but also from a, you know, what Tina was touching on before, like ease and convenience, um, you know, seeds are, what are seeds? They're beginners in life. So they contain all the nutrients that we need to, they need to develop and grow into a big plant. And they're the most tiniest and nutrient dense superfood. Well, children are growing so rapidly that they have really high nutrient needs. Um, you know, uh, uh, babies need more iron than an adult male, for example, but their tiny tummies can only hold so much food, you know, and once they turn into a toddler and, you know, picky eating becomes a serious problem which most millennial moms deal with, it becomes really tough. So the beauty of seeds and the benefit of seeds is adding just a small, tiny amount. Just for example, let's say a, um, a tablespoon of hemp hearts, you know, just adding a tablespoon of hemp hearts to any existing food will provide a child with over 20% of their daily protein needs, over 25% of their zinc needs, 100% of their omega-3 needs, and so much more. And, you know, the best part, as I mentioned before, is it mixes easily into any of their current favorite foods. So if that's like macaroni and cheese, just throw it in there and mix it in there without them noticing um, any taste difference or texture difference. So, you know, we like to think of seeds almost as this nutritional insurance for your little ones. So tell me more about the product and what people can expect. For sure. So it's a very simple product. We created a product line called Organic Super Seed Boosters. There are just blends of cold milled seeds and other superfoods um, that benefit children like probiotics and vitamin D that can be easily added or hidden <laughs> into any favorite food for an instant nutrient boost. So to just blends of seeds and superfoods um, that are packaged together uh, for children. That's great. And you talked a little bit about how you, you came up with the idea, but you know, what was your aha moment? Why did you, when did you know that you had to bring this product to market? As, as Kim mentioned before, it, it, this idea was born on Mother's Day. Um, Kim had a pack of chia seeds at home, um, which was always in her pantry. And unfortunately, she had run out of it. Um, and it was something that she served to her daughter. And she, it got her thinking is like, why, why is there no seed product available for children? Um, and that really was our aha moment where it was just like, there's nothing that's actually designed specifically for, for babies and toddlers on the market. Um, so that's really how the idea was born. And then um, obviously before we jumped into the idea, we did a lot of research. Um, and that truly is probably our, our corporate background that came into play. Um, you know, coming from corporate, you know, there's a ton of consumer research that always goes on. You don't just jump in um, without doing any of your due diligence. Um, so we did quite a few things. We talked to our fellow mommy friends. We started following tons of dietitians and nutritionists on social media and saw that there was a clear interest when anything to do with seeds was posted. Moms had so many questions. And up until now, there really was no credible source of information um, that was available when it came to serving seeds to children. Um, as, as Kim mentioned before, seeds have 
traditionally been known more as an adult superfood. Um, and parents didn't know any better that these are very, very suitable for children. So since then, we've created our boosters um, along with brand new serving size recommendations for babies and young children. So um, when moms get our packs, they can easily turn to, to the nutritional information and see exactly how much is suitable for their child, toddlers, children, um, and they can see the, the nutritional benefit that comes along with our product. Um, in addition to that, we ran a couple of online surveys and discovered that there was a clear interest in this sort of product for children as nothing existed in the market. And we're so proud to be the first ever product for kids on the market, um, the first ever seed blend designed specifically for babies and young children. That's wonderful. So when we talk about competitors, we would talk about probably just other adult seed brands. Um, but what makes us different from them is, um, you know, we worked with pediatric experts. So we worked with a pediatric dietitian and food scientist to develop our recipes. <laughs> um, you know, as Tina mentioned, we have the serving size recommendations and nutritional specific to children's age groups on the back. We're cold milled or hulled for easy digestion. Um, tiny tummies definitely need this. Uh, so, you know, we don't offer the whole seed forms um, because the milled seed, uh, the milled versions uh, are better absorbed by the bloodstream, not only for children, but for adults as well, actually. Uh, we're heavy metal tested um, and a lot of our competition actually needs to include California Prop 65 label. So we're very proud about the cleanliness of our product. And we've been very, we've worked really hard to source suppliers that, that, um, have superior seed quality. So we are able to offer this for children. We are 100% organic, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, free, uh, no added sugars, salts, preservatives, artificial flavors, the works. Children don't need that extra gunk in their bodies. Um, other brands that have seed blends or offer seed blends, you'll, uh, blends, you'll often see they have coconut sugar or, you know, natural flavors or um, other unnecessary ingredients that children don't need. Uh, you know, we strive to be environmentally conscious in our sourcing and our manufacturing. We, you know, we're trying to work with regenerative regenerative farms. We source locally from North America. Um, we're not going overseas to get anything. Um, and as Tina mentioned, like, you know, we're like, we're mom founded, we're operated, mom founded and operated small business. Uh, and we feed our own children our products daily. So I think that's kind of the highest level of quality assurance. Yeah, that's wonderful. So we're going to take a break. And when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about what it was like in the beginning to launch this company. Between camp, road trips, and long summer days playing outside, my kids will be all about their snacks. And while snacks like goldfish crackers are quick and easy, they're overly processed and they just don't fill up my kids. Finding snacks with real food ingredients that are also affordable is really important to me, and that's why I love Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market that makes healthy living easy and affordable. Everything is organic and non-GMO, and members save an average of $32 on every order. My kids are all about the Lara bars and the Go Raw cinnamon snacking seeds. Thrive Market also has essential groceries, safe supplements, non-toxic home products like Truce, one of my favorite cleaners. They also have clean beauty products, plus ethical meat, sustainable seafood, clean wine, and more. If you join today, you can get 25% off your first order and a free gift. 
All you have to do is go to thrivemarket.com slash food issues where you can sign up and see my favorite items. And for every paid membership, they give a free membership to a family in need. So sign up today at thrivemarket.com slash food issues. Summer is in full swing and the longer days make it the best time of year to bring your kids in the kitchen and have some fun together. Cooking with your kids is one of the best things you can do to encourage them to try new foods and eat their veggies. But most of us aren't chefs, and that's why I love the Kids Cook Real Food eCourse. This course was created by a mom of four and former teacher, and it's for kids ages two to teen. You'll get more than 30 basic cooking skills, 45 videos, including a ton of bonuses, printable supply and grocery shopping list, and kid-friendly recipes. The course also has a ton of substitutions if your kids have food allergies or dietary restrictions. My daughters and I have taken the course and it was so easy to follow along that they made an entire recipe on their own. More than 18,000 families have taken this course and the Wall Street Journal named it the number one cooking class for kids. All you have to do to sign up is go to kidscookrealfood.com slash food issues And because you're a listener, you'll get a free lesson. Again, go to kidscookrealfood.com slash food issues and sign up. All right, Kim and Tina. So let's talk about your journey to launching the company. What were some basic steps you took to to get the business off the ground? And you did talk about a lot of the research that you did, which sounds so easy and free, right? I love that. Um, But what were some other things you took to, to grow the business? Um, well, uh, so one thing we never mentioned is I'm actually located in the U.S., so I'm in New Jersey, um, and Tina is in our hometown of Toronto, Canada. So we actually had to uh, create a cross-border incorpora- uh, corporation, which was um, you know an interesting thing to to research and do uh, since we're both located in separate countries. Um, so in, along with our research, while our research was happening, we were also looking at what's the best way to incorporate um, once we found a way to incorporate and we incorporated in the U S uh, we actually worked with a food incubator to develop our products. And this is where we consulted with a pediatric dietitian. Uh, so really, um, understanding children's nutrition through her, getting her recommendations for serving sizes and children's nutritional needs, uh, was key because she's an expert. Um, and she was really instrumental in helping the development of our products. Uh, we got our prototypes. You know, we searched for suppliers. I talked about supplier search um, and how it was so key for us to find the right ingredient suppliers who also understood the imper- importance of children's nutrition and, you know, these this tiny vulnerable population we're dealing with. Um, alongside supplier search, you're trying to find a manufacturer who can actually get your ingredients and mix them together and package them in a way um, that's very superior to other products. So we use special technologies to keep our product more fresh. uh, So it has a longer shelf life and it has better quality once it's opened. Um, And that's, you know, a special technique to remove the oxygen from the bag. So really finding these, uh, you know, these experts that could help us with that while still maintaining, you know, our, our small business status, because a lot of these technologies are only available to the larger companies. So it was, it was quite tough. Um, you know, the marketing, like the packaging, the website, building up our social community, the education. Uh, we talked about how parents don't know to feed their children seeds. So that's a huge, 
you know, huge piece of work for us um, and uh, ensuring we don't run out of money along the way. <laughs> and so what were some challenges that you encountered that actually you're grateful for? We love this question, Julie. <laughs> we, we, we can go on for days, trust us. Um, so there, there are numerous challenges that come along with starting a new children's food business. I mean, at the end of the day, we're dealing with the world's most vulnerable population. So we need to be even more cautious um, and diligent than your regular food business. Um, and we're also a very small fish in a very competitive category. Um, all this comes with so much added time and cost. Um, something that we learn more about every single day. In fact, we're we're currently going through, um, you know, our next production run, and again, learning something new every single day. Um, since our planned launch date of spring 2021, so since then we've we've encountered so many challenges that have set us back in terms of timing. Timing. Um, we've had to change co-packers. Um, we've dealt with suppliers sending us incorrect materials. Um, a website company taking our money and not completing the job um, and um, ingredients not meeting our high quality standards. So we actually switched our cinnamon supplier at the very last minute um, as the test results were, were simply not up to our standards. So it's not something that we'd want to feed our children. Um, so we decided, uh, Kim and I together, that, you know, we'll take the loss um, so that we have the best quality product available um, for our little ones in the mar- on the market. It's difficult. We, we've learned um, a ton along the way. And definitely the thought of giving up came up endlessly, but we pushed through. Uh, we got to the finish line and um, we have our boosters now, which we're, we're super proud of. And so what advice do you have for other parents who may want to start a food business? Because I feel like a business in itself is hard to start and grow, but food is like a whole other animal. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, um, you know, I was... Um, I'm lucky because Tina came from the food world. So she already had, you know, a great wealth of knowledge um, as to what it takes to start or like, you know, work on a food business. Um, But as Tina mentioned, um, you know, starting a food business for children, it's you're dealing with the most vulnerable population. So it's really important that you do your due diligence and you don't cut corners and things like testing are important and the quality of ingredients are important. Like Tina talked about the cinnamon supplier we, you know, we took the loss on the cinnamon and we ended up finding a supplier that was three times the cost. But for us, it was worth it because quality for children must come first. And quality is what gets the health benefits that we're looking for in the end run. So um, I think uh, just, you know, keeping quality top of mind and keeping in touch with your why, why are you doing this? Like, I think those are, you know, really important things for to help stick with developing a food business. Um, Also, you know, a key advice for parents who want to start a business in general is it's tough with kids. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, we, most of our, uh, most of our meetings, especially in the beginning, were with our children running in the background. And, you know, we started, I had a one-year-old and Tina had a three-year-old and a five-year-old. And, that those are age groups that you can't, they don't understand. Well, you know, Tina's daughter, the, uh, who's Bella, five-year-old understands, but you know, the younger children don't understand that mommy's on a, on a call or, you know, we're working from home. Like we're trying to build something here to, to really help change the trajectory of children's health. So um, just having that management between starting a home business and managing your children is 
something that has to be meticulously handled. And, you know, you have to work with your partner to really manage that on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, absolutely. And so what is the future for the company? Do you plan to roll out new products? Yeah, like from the very beginning, Kim and I have been very uh, future oriented. We're always asking ourselves, what is the future for Tiny Sprouts? Um, We're happy to say we have a pipeline of more seed blends in the future. So this includes new seeds, new flavors and new fortifications that are popular for babies and children. And our ultimate goal is to expand into new categories within the children's food industry and really own the idea of seeds for little ones. Great. And what are your favorite products from the line? So we have four boosters, each with its own unique benefits. Um, That said, my personal favorites are the digestion booster and our hemp heart. Our digestion booster is a delicious combination of milk, black seeds, chia seeds, probiotics, and it has a unique and something that does not exist on the market, a yummy apple cinnamon and flavor. It can be added to oatmeal, baked goods, smoothies, peanut butter, you name it. Um, it adds a nice, sweet, and subtly delicious flavor that kids absolutely love. Um, our hemp hearts are super versatile, and of the four boosters, it's the most nutrient-dense. They're great for picky eaters because they are um, very neutral in both taste and color, and they can be added to virtually anything for an instant nutritional boost. Excellent. Well, I loved talking to you today. This was a lot of fun. Where can listeners go to learn more about you and Tiny Sprouts Foods? We have our website. So you, so our website is um, tinysproutsfoods.com. Um, and then we also have our Instagram and Facebook communities where we share a wealth of knowledge. We share inspiration and recipes on how to use our boosters because that really is a huge element of our education. Um, and our products are also available for sale on Amazon U- US along with our website. Great. Well, Kim and Tina, thank you so much for your time today. Wonderful, thank Julie. You, thank Julie. you. I had so much fun talking with Kim and Tina, and I really love the work they're doing and the impact they're having on kids' health. Be sure to head on over to tinysproutsfoods.com where you can learn more about them and purchase their products. Thank you so much for tuning into the Food Issues Podcast. You can connect with me on julierevelant.com where you can leave me a voicemail or send me a message and let me know about a new topic or guest you'd like to hear from. And be sure to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I'll see you next week.